All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for taking time and tuning in to the We The Collective podcast. It's me, Charlie, coming in from my house today um, just because I wanted to go ahead and get this done. I, I feel I've uh, actively avoided doing some of this work as of late and need to go ahead and hold myself accountable to the to the work that I'm doing and the things that I want to go set out to do. So I, I thought a little bit extra about like, well, OK, if I don't want to do this and I need to come up with a good reason. I'm going to give a good reason today. So today's podcast is about recovery and getting a good understanding of the recovery process and why it is important. So from my own personal background, how I used to go about it when I went through my, my, my big cut to come down to, to roughly my current weight now, um, I would train seven days a week, hard, every single day. And uh, it's the same kind of things that happened when I was a runner. When I was a runner, I ran every day hard and my body started getting beat up and it, it took me a decade or so to figure out that maybe I'm not that smart. So after I got um, some more life lessons and kind of learned more from the process, uh, I've really come to enjoy and, and own up to every once in a while, you just stop and you just give yourself a second to reflect on all the hard work that you did. You kind of give your body some feedback. And I wanted to use this to kind of give some of the other tips that I've used in my life and some of the the, the recommended things that are out there science-wise and you just kind of use that as a stepping stone to get a good understanding of your, of your recovery. So one of the big things that I've learned from recovery um, is actually uh, another lesson I got from like Greg Doucette. And he uh, has his line of supplements. It's got harder than last time. And I, I actually like the, the quote itself. So when I would go into a workout, every time I go a little bit harder than last time, a little bit harder than last time, a little bit harder than last time. And that can easily get misinterpreted as you continuously have to try harder and harder and harder. Um, but then when he went ahead and made a reference to, he's like, well, what happens when you're just getting started? You can't go super, super hard. He goes, then you go easier than last time. And you kind of, then you go, okay, well, a little bit harder from there, a little bit harder from there, a little bit. So you can start to build your way back up. And all the other uh, individuals that I go ahead and follow, um, working through the the lessons that I've learned from Squat University, uh, knees over toes guy, uh, you know Kelly Starlet from uh, the Ready State, um, Matt Vincent was one of the big ones that I, I kind of learned a lot from his training, um, Renaissance Periodization with like Mike Isretel, um, Dave Tate, John Meadows, uh, Ronnie Coleman. So all these other ones where I, I would go ahead and follow the work that they did. Uh, Jay Cutler, and I don't mean the, the smoking bad boy that used to be on the Bears. Um, but yeah, they they all would go ahead and, and talk about their recovery at some point. So just kind of following some of their careers. And I wanted to make sure that I, I kind of use their information, my information, and kind of push that out there. So, um, you know, recovery is really, really important. So the very first thing that needs to be addressed more than anything else, if you're starting to feel like shit, it's probably your sleep. Having adequate sleep is by far the best performance enhancer there is. It is probably better than any drug that's out there. Um, again, we we pride ourselves on having this like hustle hard mentality, and we we need to be going a million miles a, a, an hour at every possible moment of the day. If you sleep, somebody else is outworking you. Um, yeah, but so what? No, you if you stay in constant competition with yourself and saying, well, I can only go at this speed. Um, how are you going to go ahead and enjoy the journey if you don't like take a moment to reflect on what you've done? So making sure that you have time to go ahead and, and sleep is really, really important. And I'm, I'm no better, right? I plug myself with as much caffeine as fits in my body for a long time. 
And I thought that was the right way to go. And you just continue to get short tempered and, and suddenly aches and pains just don't go away as easy. Um, you start to find comfort in, in stuff that you shouldn't be. And maybe part of the reason I'm, I'm actually starting to find um, comfort food because uh, my sleep has, has, uh, has gotten better. Um, so I've kind of recognized that by, you know, just saying I'm going to go take a nap and, or I'm going to go to sleep at a decent time. I'm up at 4am most of the time anyway. So making sure that my sleep is there is really, really important because I, even today, it's a, it's a Saturday. I basically go from uh, 6 a.m. till a minimum of, we'll call it four o'clock minimum. Um, maybe I go from there, maybe I get a nap. But uh, but when I started realizing getting a good night's sleep and, and recognizing what we get out of that one. So what we end up really getting, I just want to make sure I got my notes here. Um, yeah, this is all the straightforward stuff that I was accustomed to. Perfect. Um, again, when the body goes ahead and prepares itself, the mind actually gets to go ahead and shut off. And the only thing that you really have to go ahead and do during that time is breathe. And your body goes into nice autopilot for it. Again, we can think about our breath and start to you know, take the reins and take ownership of it. And when we don't think about it, it's still there. But this opportunity to let your guard down, to let the body finally relax and actually um, help our cognitive function, right? We need to go ahead and offload all of the other things that have been filling up our head all day, all the other ideas, all the other thoughts, all the other goods, bads, highs, sads, who gives a shit, like all of these things that you're going to go ahead and process in the day are going to stick with you. And that's why we kind of only remember parts of what we hear. So being able to go ahead and sleep, it, it allows us to basically run the algorithm in our head. It says, okay, let's put everything in its place. Let's make sure we sort everything in the right manner. And sometimes it really leads to better thought process. Um, body feels more recovered. Um, and then you'll be able to kind of go back after it and, and work a little bit harder in the, in, in the coming days. So if you do recognize that you have a big challenge that's that's coming up, um, prioritize your sleep, even if it's something outside of fitness. So like, hey, you have a big presentation, like make sure you're getting proper rest. And it's not just sit in front of like the TV and watch Netflix, because we primarily do that. But to go to sleep at a decent time and, and really develop that um, and I do want to go ahead and do a, a different podcast on another day of like um, a nighttime routine that kind of helps out a little bit. If we build those little habits into ourselves, like just pick something arbitrary, like maybe it's reading. So maybe you, you read for 20, 30 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, five pages, two pages, one page, read a paragraph. Um, something along the lines that can trigger your brain into, okay, it's time to start shutting down. Um, so even building like a weird OCD habit around whatever, and just using that as like your trigger to say, all right, I'm going to start making my way towards bed. Um, doesn't matter what it is. It could be you eat something. It could be an action. It could really be anything and allow yourself to go ahead and decompress and finally say, this day is done. I'm going to go ahead and go to bed. Um, and then be able to wake up the next morning. Now, if there's other issues within the sleep, like having sleep apnea or, um, maybe, bad dreams or something else is going on in there. Um, that's a little bit separate. And the only real advice I can give on that one, because I, I am no doctor. Um, I, I've actually learned this, this from my father. Uh, if you work really hard all day, it's not hard to go to sleep. So if you actively push yourself for as much as you can during the day, as much as you feel adequate for the day, like you, at least you feel you try. Um, I find that's been really, really helpful for me to go to sleep very quickly. Um, so when I, I go ahead and I have a couple of like things around the house that I'll go ahead and do just before I go to bed and I kind of know, yep, everything's going to start to shut down. I'm already kind of tired. 
head hits the pillow a few minutes later, I'm out cold. Um, not everyone's going to be the same. So, um, but if we go ahead and practice our ability to prep for sleep and get ready for sleep, it's something else that we can train ourselves to do. We can train ourselves to get better sleep. Um, the next step on here in proper recovery is understanding your nutrition. Um, so I have to go through the regular rigmarole. Be sure you're drinking water. I suck at this too. I am terrible about drinking water. I have a, a bag of stuff here. These are all like water flavors. So like the Mio's or the knockoff ones. Um, this, uh, I usually have like bottles of water in my, my fridge at all times that I kind of just refill so I can have like cold water by my bed. Um, but I, I, I don't like drinking water. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I have been so accustomed to drinking garbage caffeine and citric acid. Uh, so I, again, even I can go ahead and work on these things. And part of doing this podcast is to, again, recognize those changes within myself too. So I can go ahead and look back and say, well, how was I thinking about these things at the time? A am I improving my understanding of these things at the time? And yet again, I can improve my understanding of drinking water is helpful. I should probably do it more. Um, my only excuse for that so far is with it still being a little bit cold. Once it starts to get like a little bit warmer and I start running and I get sweaty, like when I start to recognize that, then I, I'm much more keen to it. Water seems to taste a whole lot better. Um, so my, my body kind of understands that, but um, I still struggle with that, that personally. Um, and as we go ahead and start to think about other things in nutrition uh, for that, uh, I don't want to start well off with any of the supplements. I want to start off with, um, again, during recovery, uh, a lot of our eating should be moderately similar to, to the rest of our time. Um, so if we're, um, you know, still on our, our calorie cut calorie surplus, maintaining whatever that is still being able to hit th those goals, um, and still make it really easy for our body to digest. So again, eating the simple things that our bodies digest well, uh, low processed foods, not these high processed foods. Um, we, I can sit here and complain all I want about like, Hey, eating Popeye's chicken every day, uh, is, is probably, there's probably a lot of oil and fat and it tastes good. And I, I get it. Cause I, I think about it too, but, um, there are certain things I know that I shouldn't be eating every single day because that's not going to go ahead and help me. But, um, starting off with again, um, uh, getting a hydration, and um, let's go, let's go, let's go into a few notes about that one. Cause I have notes here and I seem to be running past it. Like I'm in a hurry for some reason. Hydration becomes really helpful because a majority of our blood is going to be made of water. Most of our body is made of water. So we're going to go ahead and replenish that. So we give ourselves additional ability to dilute all the other things that are in our bodies, toxins and whatnot. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. We're slightly diluting ourselves a little bit more, making it easier to dissolve any of the other pieces that are there. So um, when we have extra water in our system, we'll actually have a little bit more blood. And as the blood kind of flows around, um, it's going to deliver the rest of the nutrients and stuff that's there. So it does make it a whole lot easier. The big setback of staying hydrated is um, you'll piss all the time. And I, I get that too. I, I, that's probably one of the reasons I don't want to drink a, a ton of water. Um, but I'll go ahead and drink like a ton of beer and piss all day and have no problem with that. But drinking water apparently is a big no-no for me. But again, this is how we learn to get better at it. But as, as we go ahead and maintain that proper hydration, it makes it easier for things to get around our body. And during that recovery phase or that, that backing off that deloading phase, it's really important to be able to get all the way down to the edges, right? To be able to, all right, let's properly make sure everything's moving the right way. You know, let's go ahead and reflect on all the work that we've done. Um, so as we go ahead and start to flex into the muscles and, and get working again, um, by having the extra water, we, we can get 
more blood flow into the muscles, which means they might be able to fire a little bit longer, right? All we're really looking to do a lot of times like is to get that one last rep, that one that one last rep that's gonna go ahead and spark the change within our body um, to, to, to recognize where failure is and to be able to push the thresholds of it little by little by little. Um, Again, being properly hydrated, proper nutrition when it comes to that one, allowing the muscle to be able to fire when it needs to go ahead and fire. Like this is why stuff like creatine works. It puts additional ATP um, really, really close to the, the spots where it's needed, right? So it's a, a thing that's out there that it exists within uh, like red meat. And the creatine itself actually could give us an extra rep. It's one of the most studied things ever. So um, now that we're already kind of getting away from the fact that I said I wouldn't talk about supplements, the first one is definitely be on your creatine. Um, glass of water with it. I dry scoop it with a glass of water most of the time. Um, but yeah, as we just go ahead and stay hydrated, there's the rest of my notes on that. Um, hey, here's a good one. Um, when we're dehydrated, the body doesn't actually remove waste particles and toxins uh, that that could be flushed out. So I, I brought up a very quick point before about the toxins within our bodies. So yeah, there's going to be different things as we um, digest food or things that we ingest in general um, that don't break down great. Uh, sometimes people will get stomach issues, allergies. Um, so having additional water in your system helps to kind of flush that stuff out. Um, it can make the process a little bit sluggish, right? Like when you're trying to, uh, let's say you're trying to wash your car and the hose isn't really spraying all that much water on there it's going to take a very long time to, to clean the car. But again, if we're having a nice steady stream, um, it could be a lot easier to go ahead and you know clear off and get rid of these other things out of our systems a little bit better. So that's a guarantee. Like this, the stuff when it comes to water, these are guaranteed things that are going to go ahead and help. There's no question around water, hydration on your recovery stuff is beneficial. Um, so one last one, we'll move forward. When it comes to your exercise, and let's just say you go ahead and you, you do a really, really hard workout and you weigh yourself afterwards and you're down, let's say a full pound, right? You're down one pound after that workout. That's not necessarily true, but you should drink about a, a pound and a quarter of water. So to get to get everything running again, right? To be able to keep all those processes firing to the best of their abilities. So there is this um, afterburn effect of exercise. And again, if we really have good circulation, good hydration, uh, that can hold on for a little tiny bit longer um, and actually lead to additional benefits in the long haul. So again, we're, we're trying to maintain and optimize the best moments that we can and understand that we can't optimize every single moment. Just when we have a good chance to and we recognize it, let's go ahead and optimize, right? Let's drink the water. Uh, the next thing is um, the next thing is some of the stuff that probably will help. And this is where I have to start talking about supplements because I can tell you eat the rainbow, you know, whole foods are great, blah, blah, blah. Don't eat processed stuff. Um, that's not for today, right? I've already kind of covered eat your regular calories, do a lot of the normal stuff. Um, but what I did read and I kind of started to agree with when it comes to things like um, low bone density, so something as women age up, having osteoporosis. Um, things like people who break bones over their, the span of their lives, um, increasing the amount of calcium and vitamin D within your diet is actually really helpful for that. Cause again, your body's looking to go ahead and create repairs in the bone structures itself. So it does become very helpful. Calcium and vitamin D really work well together. And, you know, it's a little bit overcast. I'm going to say a lot of it overcast, but the sun should start coming out a little bit. It's the spring of 2023. Um, we've had a couple of good days. Um, so, you know, making sure that we, we, we you know, if we feel that our our bones, our bone integrity is a little bit light, um, 
again, training itself actually will help and develop that. And one of the reasons that your bones begin to get a little bit stronger is because they actually suffer the smallest hairline cracks in them. Uh, and then they go ahead and they repair very quickly. So what we're doing is teaching our body to maintain and understand load. So if you have not been like lifting weights or lifting heavy, um, upping calcium and vitamin D could be a really good thing in, in helping with those repairs because we're actually in an environment where we're trying to kind of break our bones a little bit. Um, just a little tiny, tiny bit, right? Because we're shredding the muscle up a little bit and then it heals. Same kind of scenario, right? As the bone goes ahead and heals, it heals up stronger than it did before. We don't go ahead and look to shatter it but we look to go ahead and create an environment where it's going to develop stronger. And I think that's the best thing is like, we recognize that we have to go ahead and break things down to build them back up. The last one that's in here uh, when it comes to recovery, um, you know, maybe this kind of helps. Uh, I've been a little hit or miss on this one. So um, anti-inflammatory foods. So things like uh, omega-3s, omega-6s, fish oils, um, I'm fine with them. I, I, I take them myself. So I think they help out my joints a little bit. Um, but when we go ahead and try to say like, well, you know, turmeric is anti-inflammatory. You have to eat a lot of turmeric. Like putting in like a little sprinkle in your food. Cool. Good for you. You've turned it orange. And if you like the flavor of it, I don't think it really tastes all like that much. Um, I think when it's like really heavy in, in a dish, you can go ahead and recognize it. But when we go ahead and think about the amount of turmeric that we'd have to eat to, to create the, the best anti-inflammatory stuff, you're still better off drinking a bunch of water, making sure that you're you're eating well, right? You're, you're eating appropriate for who you are, what you're training for, and you allow your body to just shut up. Uh, I do actually really love um, active recovery on these days. So what we end up doing um, a lot of times is <clears throat> the regular Joe Schmo. So if we just kind of think of our, our regular millennial this day and age, um, we'll probably come home from work and flop down in front of the TV and then stay there until they eat. And then they'll probably go back and then they'll go to bed. You know, that I need to rest and recover. Um, and that's great, right? Being able to sit down and veg out watching Netflix or YouTube or any of the other streaming services. Awesome. Once in a while, fantastic. But when we go ahead and normalize that to be like our everyday event, um, we're really not doing that much for ourselves anymore. Um, Again, we're, we're, we're taking an opportunity where we could be optimizing something and then kind of just turning it into something passive. So if you're, uh, if you're out there training, you're working hard and you're like, you know what, I really just want to sit down and watch TV today. Probably a fantastic idea to sit down, let your body recover and go do it. But if you're recovering every single day, um, you're probably actually better off training a little bit harder and trying to push yourself a little bit more. So, um, when I, when I go ahead and sit down and watch TV, uh, I usually have a resistance band with me. So I'll have a resistance band or a booty band with me or some other tool. Maybe I'll have a lacrosse ball or a, a yoga block. And I'll kind of set myself up in different postures that I know are really difficult for my body to maintain or where I kind of recognize, you know what? I don't feel super strong through there. So sometimes I'll just sit with the bands like on my forearms and I'll just kind of pull them apart. And I'll just kind of sit upright, nice and tall and just feel my shoulders pull down and back. And again, allowing myself to reset into that space and still maintain some good activity through a spot that I'm not active in. Because how I live my life normally is I'm hunched over the computer. You could probably see I'm going to get really short a few times in here because I'm hunching and my back is rounding like a whole lot. So to be able to get myself to sit upright, engaging the lower traps, you know, being able to stretch out my hamstrings, doing things like nerve flossing. So I'll sit there and I'll tuck my chin in towards my chest and I'll flex my toes up towards my face with a moderately straight leg. And you'll feel these tingles up and down your leg and then I'll go the other direction. But I'll take those opportunities 
So like when I'm sitting around just watching Netflix, like how everyone else would go ahead and do it, I'm trying to find a good connection to my body. And that that is, for me, has been some of the best recovery ever because I'll go ahead and I'll get into a moment and be like, wait, this side doesn't rotate like this side. Okay, now they settle. And then I'll take that time for myself and then I'll be able to kind of focus back in on, on the program or I'll just avoid the program altogether and I'll just kind of sit with my thoughts and just kind of move my body around. No, it's one of my favorite things to go ahead and do is just being able to get comfortable in a seat and be comfortable in any which way that I choose to sit. So, you know, if you're sitting around just watching Netflix, light stretching, light movement, nerve flossing, um, all becomes really, really interesting and, and fun, uh, fun moments. Now, one that I think works, but it's really, really hard to do. And I kind of hinted at it for a second, but it doesn't really hold all, all, all that much for me because it's so hard to do sometimes is finding meditation. I think a lot of people will agree and say, meditation is a very good thing for you. You're not quite awake. You're not quite asleep, but you're like very thought, you know, in your thoughts and just kind of letting things pass by. And I think finding those moments are great. And if you're kind of like poo-pooing on, on meditation, um, the best joke that I can come up with it is if you don't have time to meditate for five minutes, you should meditate for an hour, right? That we we've become so hell-bent on getting so much done that sitting with our own thoughts for one minute can be incredibly difficult and i find that to be really really beneficial of like when we start to feel ourselves getting a little high strung a little bit overwhelmed and just sit for a moment and allow the thoughts to just rush you don't worry about it. they will keep rushing the, the important ones will keep coming back right they're going to bother you anyway just let them all run and at first, it's going to be really, really difficult to do. And we're going to go ahead and try to grab onto things and feel that other. That's where we go ahead and learn our recovery. How do we learn to let some of these other things go so they can't keep a hold of us? So when we have this extra tension, that's why like, oh, the body wears the tension. And so I, I wear I wear mine in my hips. My hips are really, really tight all the time. But again, when we round our shoulders forward, and this, this activity of caving the chest in and kind of protecting yourself is an instinctual thing that we do. We, we curl up and we start to feel a little bit nervous or overwhelmed because this is a very sensitive area to attack, right? If we, if we are out thinking this is, you know, when we first started walking around as humans, this area is exposed. So we cover up this space. So we sometimes end up getting so overwhelmed that we start to tuck and hold these spaces a little bit too hard. But when we go ahead and actually allow ourselves to relax, and the first thing we can work on is our breathing through that one, being very present in your breathing, recognizing the inhales, the exhales. And I get I get it. It sounds a little spiritual, hoo-hoo, blah, blah, whatever, right? But once you start to get it, you get it. And you can kind of feel everything else start to shut up. So even as I start to practice um, my meditations more, um, one of the fun ones that lets me know that I'm the one that's in control of all of it is, go ahead, tell me what my next thought is. It just usually goes blank because the brain itself doesn't come up with it. It has everything else of your thought process, your thoughts are running through. And it's just helping you here. Here's all of them. But you get to pick the ones that are important. You get to pick the ones that you stress over. You get to pick the ones that are going to be front and center. You get to pick the ones that get put on the back burner. You get to pick. You always get to choose. No one chooses for you unless you refuse to choose. And then that sounds really bad because then that might not have been your best choice. So to be able to take those moments and breathe and listen to yourself and just let those thoughts kind of run, that's all that meditation stuff is.
It's being able to take everything, any thought of infinite, right? Our mind is capable of infinite. We don't even know what that number is, right? A number so large that we can't even comprehend it is infinite. And we can do that. So we need to take those times to go ahead and get the mind to shut down for a second to be able to just let it run and process. So again, coming back to sleep, that is a completely meditative state. Your body will just go ahead and naturally start to process everything through. Great. But now we get to do it a little bit more when we're awake. So I actually find myself doing some of my best meditating in the car. So I'll be driving up to work. I'm going north on 294. I'm still aware, right? Eyes are open. I'm still watching all the road. And I'll just kind of like camp out in my lane, not the left one, because I don't drive super fast and I'm not holding up people for being late from work. So I'll just sit there and just, and just really feel myself breathing and go, all right, I have this chance to go to work today. You know, I don't think about what I need to go ahead and work on. I go, I have this chance to go ahead and go to work today. All right. I've already been up. I've done this. I've trained this and I, I give myself a moment to go ahead and reflect. So I'm not really looking forward as much as like, okay, I'm at this moment. Let's go ahead and let all that stuff go. It's a brand new day, brand new start. Let's go ahead and see what I can learn. And then you just go in with an open mind, open heart, and you just hope for the best from there. So, um, you know, when people get mad about getting stuck in traffic for an hour, mine's a 40 minute drive. And I just camp out, sometimes have an audio book. And I just try to make sure that like, I keep my shoulders down. I don't want to feel revved up. I don't want to feel anxious. I want to be able to go into work as the calmest SOB on the planet. And when I got a good sense of what that felt like, I started finding things like meditation a whole lot easier to go ahead and practice. I can find meditation now as I'm lifting weights. So as I'm going ahead and getting into a very, very high set, a lot of, a lot of hypertrophy. Um, so for example, my cousin and I were training the other day. We did a, uh, a giant set, uh, bicep curls, tricep pull downs and lateral raises. And the goal was race to hundred. So hundred reps of each, doesn't matter how many sets it takes. You just finish your work, pick a lightweight, go until your arms fall off. And had this really nice connection into my body and be able to reflect. So I'm sitting here mentally, I'm decompressing. Everything else is kind of leaving me alone. I can feel the connection into my shoulders or my biceps or my triceps. And I, I can feel all the work that's getting done there and feel very calm about the entire process. And I think that in its own right is yoga. Um, anytime the mind and the body connect and you have that unity, that's when I go ahead and recognize it. So even when we have our recovery, we can go ahead and seek out yoga and be able to process through the thoughts. So one of the toughest postures that we can hold in yoga, most likely is in your head and not in your body, right? You'll tell yourself a bunch of things and you'll fall out of posture way more than if you just went ahead and cleared your head and just was very present on what was firing, you're probably going to go ahead and get closer to holding the posture. And we don't get that until we give ourselves that chance to just feel whelmed, not overwhelmed, not under, just to be, and just to kind of be a part of it. Now, um, that, that can all be well and good. And then sometimes we need to go ahead and just say, screw everything, I'm taking a day. So I, I get active recovery is great. I still try to run or walk on my active recovery days. Um, and I usually just go for feel. If, if I feel like, man, I'm a little too beat up. I'll just scale my workout or kind of skip, just not do it as hard. I'll take a deload. Uh, and I've realized a lot with uh, with clients as well. You know, we'll rev up or rev up for like two, three weeks. And I'll be like, you know what? We're not going to do nothing. We're going to do mobility work. We're going to we're gonna 
test our form compared to where we were at. We're going to do something really easy, but it's going to be fun. We're going to enjoy it. And we're going to leave the session today like, man, I feel ready to go, right? A lot of the workouts that I used to do back in the past, they they had to beat you into the ground. We're, we're talking violent, brutal, just you angry. I, I don't know how else to phrase it. But, and I thought that was normal. And now as I, I kind of age up and, and start to realize that my body doesn't recover the same way as it used to, right? Hell, I'm getting old and I'm fine with it. But like, as long as I keep pushing a little bit further, I can give myself a little bit of reprieve and rest and be like, okay, let's, let's take a real, let's take a real example. I was pushing, pushing, pushing my squats. I was running and thinking I can get, I can run faster and squat heavier. It's really hard to do. It's possible, but it's really hard to do. And then during that one, I kept pushing harder and harder. And then I hurt my back because I'm an idiot because I'm like, well, I can push harder. My, I had run the day before and my body wasn't ready to go ahead and take that challenge up. So I allowed my ego to get the best of me saying, well, um, this is how I need to go ahead and train because it needs to be brutal. It needs to be tough. And I went and hurt myself. And now I, I couldn't run and I couldn't lift. So now I'm just sitting around going, well, now what? And I think a lot of us fall into that camp where something happens, uh, an injury, something else kind of gets in our way and be like, well, you know what? I can't. And they just abandon ship and they're just like, you know what? I hurt my back. You know, I hurt my back deadlifting. And you're like, well, show me your form. And you're like, oh my God, what is that? Um, and it's like, yeah, no wonder you got hurt. Um, but they, they go ahead and get to that spot and then they never touch the stuff again. So now they start to deal with an injury that never fully recovers. So then the joint starts to reset in awkward ways. The bone starts healing in improper ways that it doesn't allow the same movement pattern. So when we go ahead and recognize it, it's not to go ahead and avoid the movements completely. It's to go ahead and come back down to the easiest approachable sense of it and get a good sense of how do you connect to the movement when the strength isn't the problem. You just get used to the movement patterns and you just kind of feel like as you move through it, it should feel easy and comfortable. Those kind of workouts, you should be able to leave like a deload workout feeling like you can go in and do a hard workout and be like, no, that's all I got to do today. Then head on home, plop onto the couch and watch some, some Netflix or some streaming service, and then just kind of check your body internally, externally rotate things, move stuff around, dance around a little bit, and just see where does there seem to be additional stresses? Where do you seem to kind of hold any, uh, uh, any additional stresses and just kind of allow yourself to recover from that. And then once you recognize that your body is starting to feel better, you're going to feel more at peace in your own head because you're not going to be able to race through all of your thoughts. Some, a few of these other ones are going to go away because you're not in pain. So we get good sleep, the same shit on eating quality food. Well, sometimes non-quality food, but now within your calorie means whatever that number needs to be. So hydrating, getting your food, making sure that you can spend some time active recovery, deload, stretching, and just paying attention to what your body needs. That's going to be probably the biggest step forward for a lot of people trying to make progress. So if you're in the gym hitting it every single day and you're like, man, my body is so beat up, I can't do it. Do a mobility day. There's tons of great information that's out there. Squat University has great stuff. The Ready State, Knees Over Toes. Like even, um, even my Grundis Yoga Lift channel 
there's hundreds of exercise and movements and ideas to kind of work through. For we, the collective, we're starting uh, a, a pain management series. So on YouTube, we're going to start to adjoin, we're going to start to go through different joint pains and be like, hey, your shoulders hurt. Maybe some of these moves are helpful to, for, for you to go ahead and feel better, right? And teaching and helping people go ahead and get better at those ones so they can live the life that they deem as the right one for them. Whatever that is, I don't care what your life needs to be. I want it just to be good. I want you to be able to move around and do the cool shit that you want to get done. I want you to feel inspired and ambitious about the things that you can go out there and do and know that every day you get another opportunity to do cool stuff. So why not try to do cool stuff often and then recognize, man, I've done a lot of cool stuff. What's the next round of cool stuff I want to go do? Right? Give yourself that opportunity to decompress and back on down. So when we go ahead and practice and include things like recovery into our training, to actively add them in. Because again, that was hard for me to do. I was training seven days a week. I never took days off. But all I got for it, I got hurt and I got really beat up. And you start to get like slight tendonitis issues. And you're like, well, no, that's not how I want to live. So you back down a little bit. You understand what are the important things that I want to go ahead and work on and know that it's my body. I need to go ahead and take care of it to the best of my ability. I can make it do amazing and crazy things. And I can go ahead and enjoy that and reflect and, and have fun with the body that I have. So as I continue to age up, um, I'm hoping it works better than when I was younger. That's really it. It's not going to be fantastic. Like maybe I do a good job, but it's not going to be for lack of effort. And then some of those days, there's going to just be the effort is to not do nothing. Or the effort is to do nothing. I'm sorry for terrible grammar, but the, I, taking those moments and recognize. I can reflect on the work that I've done could be incredibly helpful on helping you set the next round of goals. So if let's just say you've been in the gym for a month straight and you're working really, really hard, take a deload day, take a deload week. Don't stop going. Cut everything in half. Think, is this my best form? How does this feel compared to like my strongest? How do these things work? And be able to rest up, feel strong come back and you'll be able to push harder because now your body has a chance to go ahead and say, I recognize what you're doing, right? When we go ahead and push too hard, we just recover back to where we're not in pain, but we haven't created any growth. We miss out on this opportunity of growing. So we give ourselves that little bit of time and we coast right back in. That's why the wave of progress has its like ups and downs. That's how we go ahead and learn from it. So hopefully you can take some opportunity to go ahead and rest, walk around, active recovery, focus in on your sleep, drink your stupid water. Like none of those things are new. The only thing I want to go ahead and prove that's new is it's all your thought process. You get to pick everything. It's infinite. Everything within your brain is infinite. You can think whatever you want at any point. You can think of whatever you want of anything you want. So part of my head still says water's gross, but when I'm sweating, water's great. So I have both thoughts that are here and they contradict each other. How do I go ahead and get myself to pick the one that I choose is the right one? I should probably drink the water. On that note, I'm going to go ahead and call this. I got to go lift with a bunch of people today. So I'm going to go over to Barbell Club. Um, it's one of my favorite times of the week. I, act, I, I love it because I get to do all the different lifts. I get to work with a bunch of people and it's super fun. So if you're in the Forest Park area, Barbell Club. 10 to 2, play the game, like learn a little bit. We got two weeks for free, $100 a month. It's super, super cheap. We're just 
plugging along, right? Trying to go ahead and help the people in the neighborhood the best we can, the, the absolute best of our abilities, right? So we have new instructors lined up. We have new classes that are coming. So again, check out wethecollectivefitness.com. You can check out my website at grundisyogalift.com. Um, that one just has like recipes and workouts and all kinds of stuff. Uh, the podcast is going to be on We The Collective. Um, you know, we got merch. Hoodies are all back in. So again, if you're like, man, that's a cool hoodie. They're a little stiff, but I like I like that they're really sturdy. Like I feel like I can get stabbed in this thing and I wouldn't bleed. So um feels really, really good. I love the product. So um and again, I'm biased. I like the company. I kind of kind of have only stake in it. So I, I want these things to succeed. I want the people around me to feel like they can achieve a lot of awesome things. And hopefully today you can recognize that taking that recovery and really putting intention behind it could be to your benefit. Good luck. Mm-hmm.